Welcome back to this week's Mindset Minutes episode. I'm your host, Steven Pesavento, and each week we share mindset tips and real estate investing strategies to help you take your business and life to the next level. And this week we're going to be focusing on leveraging online summits. In a world where there is so much content going on online, nowhere better than showing up to an online summit and leveraging it to help you grow your investing career and your business to a whole nother level. And join us each week as we share more mindset tips, investing strategies by making sure you hit that subscribe button down below so you never miss another episode. Let's get into it. This is the Investor Mindset Podcast, and I'm Stephen Pesavento. For as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with understanding how we can think better, how we can be better, and how we can do better. And each episode, we explore lessons on motivation and mindset from the most successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. It's wonderful that so many of you have stepped up and registered to partner in future multifamily opportunities together. We follow a very strict vetting process when selecting our operating partners, and all of which have a serious track record, at least five years of experience, at least 2,500 doors that they've actually managed and owned, and over $250,000 of assets under management. These kind of guidelines help make sure that we are investing together in some phenomenal, phenomenal deals. And you can learn more by registering at theinvestormindset.com slash invest. These institutional style investments bring benefits to busy professionals and real estate entrepreneurs looking to reduce their taxes and increase their returns. And you can join us by getting started at theinvestormindset.com slash invest. I look forward to seeing you on the next deal. So online summits are not something new, but there's something that we're seeing a lot, a lot, a lot more of since the COVID pandemic has rolled in. And we expect to continue seeing more of these as they become a great way to be able to reach more people and connect internationally, nationally, across the country, no matter where you are, you're able to interact and connect on an online summit. But so many people are only going to these events looking to learn. And we really need to be going into these events with a mindset of networking and connecting with others, just like we spoke about in earlier episodes. And there's a couple of ways that we can leverage going to these summits. Obviously, why are they super valuable? What can we take away? Who can we connect with? And some tips about making sure you get the most out of attending these events. So starting out first, why are they valuable? What is the value of going to these events? Obviously, there's a ton of stuff you can learn connecting with industry experts and being able to network. But what it really comes down to it, the most valuable piece is the who. It's who can you meet at these events? Who is going to be speaking at these events? Who can you be in proximity to? And we want to first understand what that event is going to be about. If we're going to go to one of these networking events, one of these online summits, we want to be thinking, well, what are the topics that they're going to be covering? Who are some of those speakers and what are they going to be covering? And then who is that going to attract in? If we are a passive investor and we're looking to learn more about real estate investing, we're looking to learn more about maybe a specific asset class like multifamily or storage, or we're looking to connect with potential sponsors, then we want to think to ourselves, well, what type of event is going to have a lot of those type of people there? And where can I go that I'm going to be learning something while I'm connecting and networking? Because learning is definitely a key part of it, but where you really take it to the next level is connecting with some of those folks offline. So 
We want to be asking ourselves that question going in. And then the next piece is after we have identified an event, we believe that this is going to be a great event. There's tons of tons of these in-person conferences that have gone online. So you can just really ask around within the community. If you're not a part of an investor community already, definitely reach out to us, Stephen Pesavento slash invest. You can find out more about the type of investments we do, but shoot me a message on Instagram, on LinkedIn. If you have questions about what kind of events happy to help you or someone from my team can help kind of answer some of those questions. Cause what you really want to do is you want to lean on your network so that you can start understanding, well, where are other people going to be hanging out? And then that way you can bridge that gap between your network and some of these other folks networks. So it's when you go to these events, obviously you want to show up, you want to be watching that content live. You want to be engaging in the chat. You want to be, you know, asking questions. When I go to these events, I always get a lot when I'm participating and showing up live because oftentimes we don't consume the information if it's not live because there's just so much information out there. Now, personally, I love to go to these events and I like to watch the information after it's been recorded. That way I can throw it on two times speed. That way I can pause it and take some notes. That's for me and the way that I like to engage with it. But personally, I think there's a real benefit when you can ask questions live, when you can interact in the chat, potentially recognize who else is interacting and having a chance to then do what the most important piece is that I think so many people aren't doing is networking, connecting with other people. You can see who's interacting. You can send them a direct message. You can follow up with them. But to take it to another level, what I like to do is I like to reach out to lots of people. I like to understand who is going to be at these events, start asking questions and really starting to learn, right? We want to be coming into this with a true conversation, so some questions that you'll often see me ask, maybe I've asked them to you in the past. Um, you know, many times these are personalized or direct questions. And sometimes they're questions that I know are going to be common from a lot of people. So what I like to learn is what brought you to this event and what are you currently focused on? What we're looking for with a question like that so you can craft your own is what brought this person to the event? What are they looking to get out of it? What are they doing in real estate currently? You know, a lot of times people will respond really generically to this and that only hurts them because when you're more specific, it actually allows other people to be able to help you more. So by being specific about first off what you do when you're sending that message, I always like to share with people, hey, I'm really big into helping other people grow focused on multifamily, focused on real estate. And I have a great podcast called The Investor Mindset. It lets people know, hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm focused on. Gives them an opportunity to interact with me if that is something that is of interest to them. I also like to let people know, why am I here? Well, I'm here specifically most of the time so I can learn. So I can connect with other amazing investors. So I connect with potential partners, potential JV partners, potential co-GPs, you know, other real estate investors, things like this. And so when you're crafting that message that you're going to send to somebody, you're going to think through, well, what are some of these things that I want to be sharing after I look at this person's profile? I'm going to send them that message. In response, this is where real networking happens, right? It comes down to the responses. It comes down to the engagement that actually happens in the chat. That engagement is key. You're asking questions. If you happen to be at an event where people are engaging and responding back, even better. If you're at an event where people are not responding, where people are not engaging, where you're not getting actual responses back from people, then you're going to have to kind of pivot and change a little bit. But when you get that engagement, what you're really doing there is you're asking questions from a place of genuine interest. You really want to understand what are they focused on, but you're asking questions that help you understand further where they're coming at this from. 
How can you be of value to them is something you want to be thinking in your mind when you're coming up with these questions. So a question I'll often ask because I'm trying to differentiate, is this person someone who's focused on active investing? Is this someone who's focused on passive investing or maybe they focused on both? As an active investor, I'm often focused on both, but some people are only focused on active investing. So through this process, what you can really do is you can start engaging with people in a real authentic way. You can start engaging directly and then bring it offline. This is where it really gets good. This is where the rubber really hits the road is when you can think about how am I going to interact with this person, understand what they're potentially looking for, and then do the true networking that you would normally get at a real live event. You're going to try to bring that networking offline. I like to use a scheduling app like Calendly. You could then, you know, go directly to email and try to schedule something there. But I found that when you can directly put somebody into a scheduler and and they can jump right in, it makes it really easy to just click through and say yes, boom, and then you can start networking on that phone call. Some people like to spend 30 minutes on a networking call. Some people like to spend 60 minutes. Personally, what I've found is I like to keep my meetings to 10 minutes for a quick introduction. Hey, what are you up to? What am I up to? How can we help one another? Or for a meeting, 20 minutes, usually a little bit longer to dive in. You can follow something similar. Maybe it's gonna be longer for you. You figure out what works for you, but for me, When I go into these meetings, it allows me to be able to interact and engage and connect with other people. As a listener, you probably, uh, that's probably one of the times that we've had a chance to connect. My time is very, very valuable and so is yours. And I always like to look at everybody's time as being extremely valuable. So stepping into these meetings, stepping into these connections, you know, it's one of those things where you think to yourself, is it going to be the most valuable use of my time? And oftentimes some of the best connections come out of situations where you don't really expect it. And just like networking in person, you want to be able to connect with that person. You want to be able to ask some engaging questions and you want to do it in an intentional way because while you're at the event, you're probably not going to talk to one person at that event for an hour or for 30 minutes. You might, but you're also engaging, interacting with multiple people. So when you're going to these events, go in with some intention, go there thinking about who is going to be speaking What can I learn and who can I connect to? And then start being intentional about reaching out to people and having some of those conversations. Let me know on social or in the comments below, what has been your experience when it comes to networking at online summits? What have you liked about it? What have you hated about it? What have you felt like really worked? Look forward to hearing from you down there below. And like I said, it's really, really important when you're not getting out and connecting with other people at live events, you've got to find a way to leverage some of the online tools. And one of the things I really like about going to online summits is it's much quicker to schedule a bunch of phone calls and go into those phone calls with some intention than it is to show up to a networking event without intention. So everything comes down to doing with intention, thinking through how can you be a value to somebody and then going out and looking to actually connect with a genuine sense of curiosity. Thank you guys so much for spending a little bit of time with me today. I look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Investor Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to theinvestormindset.com to join the Insider Club, where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level.